the most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. Welcome, welcome everyone to the show, Extreme Carolina. The show that focuses on great people with great stories who strive in their everyday lives to bring relatable life lessons and interesting and inspiring people as they live out their purpose on this earth. Folks, get ready. It's time for some good news that you can use. And today we've got an amazing, an amazing good news through a young lady that I recently met. Mary Daniels, and I know she got all kind of titles, but I'm going to just focus in on on a couple of them. And uh, this one, Mary Daniels, and she could tell us all about it, is a board-certified patient advocate and founder, CEO of Claim Medic and Daniels Advocacy Group. Oh, my goodness. I'm tired <laughs> just, saying, <laughs> just saying that. But anyway... We want to welcome her and give her a warm, warm, extreme Carolina welcome. And let's invite her in. Mary, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we are so happy to have you here. And I tell you what, let's just dive right into it, get right to it. So the first thing that you had that you sent me was about this board certified patient advocate. And you you just wasn't that all along. You must have recently just got to be that. And uh, can you tell us how you came about that? How that happened? I can. I managed medical practices most of my career. So I was uh, uh, started in the billing department of a doctor of a plastic surgeon's office and went on to become the administrator of several different practices. But when my husband was diagnosed with Alzheimer's eight years ago, I realized that I needed to think about how I was going to move home? How was I going to be able to take care of him at home? And so through the years, I've always been a patient advocate, never had a title, but always been an advocate for him, for my in-laws, for right. you know, family members, you know, helping them navigate the healthcare system, specifically helping them with their medical bills. So I started ah. Claim Medic. We are patient advocates. And since I started it five years ago, there has become, believe it or not, a board certification for patient <laughs> advocates. There so I, I became a board certified patient advocate about three years ago. Um, uh, but we claim medic helps people with their medical bills. So uh, we okay. help navigate, we help um, organize, we help audit, we help negotiate medical bills for people who need that help. Wow, that is great, great. Thank you so much for all the people who need it. And so, and for the folks that are tuning in to Extreme Carolina, they can hear that and say, whoa, really? Well, she does that? Well, maybe she can lead me to somebody that can help me. So if they wanted to get in touch with you to find out about that, where would they go to find that out, Mary? They can actually get, the best place to go is um, on social media. Okay. I'm at Mary S. Daniel on Facebook and on Instagram. And I tell people, you know, there's no S on the end of my name. No, no S on the end of Daniel. Put the there S in the middle. There and you it's go. Mary S. Daniel. And you can right. find me there. Claim Medic has its own website. If you have medical billing issues, I'd love to talk to you about, about them. And, and it, even if it's just give you some free advice right. on what your options are available to you, because so many people don't understand the world of medical billing. And we consider ourselves to be 
sort of like a CPA or like an attorney, although we don't charge what they charge just to put everybody at rest. Amen um, to that. <laughs> but we're just somebody who knows this world and can educate you on a world that you may not know much about or do, okay. don't want to know much about, by the way. Yeah. It's hardly yeah. an exciting field. But if when you know it, you know it. And we believe we can help people navigate that to make their lives a little less stressful because it can be awfully stressful when you owe medical bills that you maybe don't owe, right? That ah. you're being for things you don't owe. Look so that, that happens quite a bit. So we help out a lot with that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, now for those, now, before we jump on to, to, you know, your husband, you, you may have mentioned that, but before they go there, now, a lot of these folks that listen to you, not everybody, because we got some younger people that are social media savvy, but for those folks who are not social media savvy, uh, and they, and she, well, what she say? Uh, Facebook. Okay. Well, uh, how do I get that? Maybe I need to call my grandson or my grandson and get on that. But if they get there, then that would be the quickest way to get to you to ask these questions of you. Correct. Okay. It All is. Right. Okay. Yep. And again, one of those websites, Mary S Daniel.com or claimmedic.com also has my contact information. You can, there you me. go. And folks, we will put that in the show notes so that you, when you go to extreme Carolina or Michael Borkman.com, you will see the, that Mary Daniels uh, website and all of that. Okay. Now you said that your husband uh, had Alzheimer's and that you were having to, had to put him somewhere that you didn't want to, but you had to because right. you didn't, you didn't have the skills to be able to take care of him, which a lot of us don't, we don't go to school to do that. But when it happened to us, we just, Oh my goodness, what do I do? What do I do? Well, you had that and they put him in or you had to put him in uh, an institution. And then it would have been okay if this dreaded thing called COVID didn't come along. Because if that hadn't come along, you'd been visiting me every day. You'd go over there with flowers and cookies, whatever his favorite thing is. And then y'all right. sit there and watch this show. And I don't know why I'm giving him a shout, but I'm going to give him one anyway. Uh, yeah. Steve Harvey. <laughs> watch the Steve Harvey show together. But right. COVID happened. And you couldn't go in there and see him. They stopped you. Nope. Can't come in here. Can't come. Well, why not? My husband's in there. Uh, sorry. You know, we, we got to keep COVID out. So what did you think of that? What happened when they told you that? It was devastating. He really had done so well. He's a social person. He's been a salesman his whole career. Right. People socializing with people um, have really been the source of happiness for him his whole entire life. I mean, truly, Um, he just, one of those guys that truly never met a stranger. And so I had him at home. I thought I was providing him the best care, but he was literally locked in this house all day long, um, watching television all day long. And it just wasn't a fulfilling life for him. So when I placed him in memory care, absolutely the hardest decision I've ever made in my Mm -hmm. life, he thrived. He had a seat at the front desk. He greeted everybody (laughs) that walked in. He loved it. He, he, he does not realize he has Alzheimer's. So okay. he is blissfully happy, um, hugging people, being around people. He doesn't care if it's the UPS man or, the, you know, <laughs> or, you know, family members. He just wants to be around people. He's doing so what would, he knows. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, and hugging, just being with people is Steve Daniel. So 
I um, would go and see him in the evenings. I'm still working and I'm, uh, he's eight, I'm sorry, he's nine years older than I am. He's currently 68 right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm working and I would go see him in the evenings and we would lie in bed and watch TV. We'd watch the news, Judge Judy, and then Family Feud, (laughs) which is exactly what we did at home, by the way, when I was cooking and getting dinner ready. So it was our same routine. I would leave as he's falling asleep. It was wonderful. And I did that on March 11th. And on March 12th, they called me and said, you can't come back. Oh, and I said, that's state. not going to work for me. I mean, <laughs> Y'all got to move something else. <laughs> no, well, we're going to have to figure something else out. So yeah. I, I called the corporate office. And I said, what can I do? Can, can I volunteer there? Can I get a job there? There has to be something that I can do. And they right. said, let's just, let's, this is just temporary this is right. just a couple of weeks, you know, that 15 days <laughs> to slow the curve, you know, let's all, let's all yeah. take our time and see what happens. But the days turned to weeks and the weeks turned to months. And I started getting very vocal about that. <laughs> I wanted to get to the governor. I wanted to talk to the governor. Woo, you won't go so, <laughs> thankfully one of the local, and I was emailing the governor and I was, I was tagging him on Facebook and I was emailing my emails. I included all local media Oh, and thankfully, uh, a station here in Jacksonville uh, picked up the story. And um, the 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 good news is the corporate office started seeing me on the news talking about this. <laughs> they said, we got to do something about this, girl. We got to do something. We got to do something. <laughs> so at the end of June, they yeah. called me and said, we understand you'd like a job. And I said, I would. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, we have a part-time job available if you'd like it. And I said, okay. I'll take it. Right. And then I said, uh, what is it? <laughs> After and back. they said, it's a dishwasher. And I said, well, then dishwashing it is. Uh, so, I thought again, they I was were going to run for, you off. <laughs> I, correct. I was hoping for like activities, you know, right. something, you yeah. know, I could go in and oh, play some games. Right. <laughs> but you know what? Dishwashing it is. And, um, and that, and that story went viral. Um, wow. The story of the, You know, so many people needed a happy love story at Mm -hmm. that moment. I mean, it was July. My first shift was July the 3rd and it had been 114 days since I had, uh, since I touched him. We did a couple window visits. Um, He cried the entire time. Um, He doesn't understand. He's not, he's verbal. He speaks a lot, but I can't understand anything that he says. So there's no conversation on a phone or FaceTime. Right. He would kiss the iPad. He just didn't understand why I wasn't there. That's his heart. Yeah. But after 114 days, um, I got to go in and got to give him a hug after my first shift. Oh my goodness. How about that for backfiring on him? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, that is great, Mary. That is so, so cool. Great, great story. I mean, that is a, a heartwarming judge. So you, you mentioned you were trying to get to the governor. All right. And these other folks said, whoa, we got to stop her, you know, for the governor to do something. You end up getting to the governor anyway. I did. I and, did. And so what happened with that? The governor saw the viral stories because it was really just went everywhere. And right. um, and he his office reached out to me and allowed me to meet with him. And we met and talked for um, about 30 minutes. And then he did a press conference um, announcing that he was appointing me to a new task force, um, the Florida task force for safely reopening long-term care facilities. Yeah. My argument to him was very simple. If I can touch my husband as a dishwasher, why can't I touch him as his wife? 
I can follow the same protocols. I can follow the same safety, you know, features. I can do whatever. I'll wear a hazmat suit if you want me to wear a hazmat suit. Whatever well, it takes. I just need to touch it. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, especially, I mean, dementia patients in general need human touch. Mm-hmm. The brain right. needs to be stimulated mm-hmm. and, and interacted with. And for Steve, it's not about conversation. It's about touch. Me holding his hand, me mm-hmm. rubbing his back, me giving him a hug. That's how he knows that I'm there with him. Mm. And and I, I, I've said many times, the day that he was told, that we were told that he had Alzheimer's, right. he was 59 years old. Mm-hmm. And I promised him on that day that I would never leave his side, okay. that I was yes. holding his hand. I would yes. hold his hand every step of the way, that he'd never be alone on this journey. Man, and for tough. 114 days, I didn't get to do that. And it was Ooh. really important to me to get to him as fast as I could. And thankfully, the governor listened. That is amazing. That is truly amazing. You are one of them. I'm not going to quit person. I mean, you right. have you been like that your entire life? Something come up? Nope. Nope. There's got to be another way. Have you been like that? I have. <laughs> oh, I my have. goodness. <laughs> That's why, you know, when we when, when the story went viral and I started getting contacted by a lot of people, mm-hmm. I realized we needed to do something else. I right. needed to organize this in a way for people to have a place to go and and. And so we started the Facebook group. We started the uh-huh. Caregivers for Compromise. Look at that. And I was up in the middle of the night. We did, we then decided we needed, we had a national page. We need a page for every state because every state's doing things differently. So right. literally at two o'clock in the morning, I'm I'm creating a Florida page and a Georgia page and doing all this thing. And a, <laughs> and a girlfriend called me who was helping me. And I was, I describe it as a little weepy. I was a little tired. It was a little overwhelming. Uh, and she said to me that day, Mary, God has put you here for a reason. And I will never forget that. And, and I, and I believe that's true that I've sort of worked my whole life yeah. to be in this spot today so that I was able to do what we were, we've been able to wow. do. Isn't that amazing? Ha, I love it. I mean, you know, that you give true meaning to good news. I mean, here, you know, this is good news, which is the, it, our show, Extreme Carolina. We bring good news to people. And it is just so awesome that you do that. Now, in, in, in saying that about the Facebook group, you know, which, by the way, for anyone just, just looking in, she has over 14,000 members. That means... 14,000 people that have checked in and said, okay, I'll be a member. They actually did something. And so I, I bet you that was mind boggling for you to have that many people say, okay, I'll be in that group. I mean, was that mind boggling for you? Or you just said, I just something else. No, it was mind boggling. And it told me that we were doing the right thing, that we were providing a place mm-hmm. for so many people that needed it. That mm-hmm. we needed a place. The, the Facebook group serves two purposes. One is to a, pl- a place where we can all go and share our stories, our heartbreak, our frustration, our hopelessness, mm-hmm. and getting back to our family members that need right. us so desperately. And the second was for advocacy. We needed a place where we could all join forces and all have a collective voice instead of yes. one of us at a time mm-hmm. trying to reach our legislators and that sort of thing. So it served two purposes. And it, when I saw the numbers growing, I knew we were on the right track. I knew that we, this was a place and a, and a thing that was needed. But mm-hmm. if there's, if there's 14,000, think about there's hundreds of thousands of all people the across the United States experiencing yeah. the exact same thing. 
That is amazing. God bless you for that. I mean, that is truly, truly amazing. I love it. And I don't know anybody that see or hear this that wouldn't love it. I mean, maybe that's why it went viral. But anyway, I mean, that's a great, great thing. And I, I'm here to tell you that <laughs> that is so. Now, I asked you a question just a minute ago about have you been that way your entire life? Then no, I'm not a quitter. I am not a quitter. Well, here on Extreme Carolina, we like to ask a question. We have to ask three or four, but one of them was that. And the question is about failure. And the question was about failure because success just don't happen. You don't wake up and you're successful. You go through things, you go through things, you go through things. Just like you said, you know, I reach out to this one. I reach out to that one. Hey, get Kevin Gover, give me a call. Uh, have it, you know, you went through all of those and those were failures, failures, failures built on. So the question is, have there ever been a time in your life that Mary Daniels did fail? And what happened to you to dig you up out of it? And, and the answer to uh, there, you know, the failures like you talk about of not getting to the governor and not, and it does, I mean, those are things that, that certainly are purpose-driven and that are important to me. Yes. But I, I think the, the, the biggest life lesson for me and the biggest um, failure um, that I learned from the most was um, my interaction with, I have a 30-year-old nephew that oh. I, during COVID, um, he and I disagreed on politics. Oh, look and, out. <laughs> That's bad. And, and I, here I am, I'm married Daniel the Advocate. And, this, and actually, it was interesting because it was, a, it was a story that was on NPR. Mm-hmm. And it was a story that they did on maybe what I'm doing isn't so great. Maybe I'm going to get people in these facilities and they're going to kill these residents that they're going to oh. bring the virus in yeah. and they're going to kill the residents. So I didn't get very many negative stories, you know, about what happened and what I was trying to do. But he wanted to discuss that with me and Mary Daniel in her stubborn advocacy. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I'm moving. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm on a mission. Yeah. Um, I stumbled on this one and it, it nearly cost me my relationship with my 30 year old nephew. He, I have no children of my own. Steve has three children. I'm very close to our, 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 my stepchildren and our grandchildren. Um, but I've never had any children on my own. And I was in the delivery room with, with Mac when he was born. I consider myself incredibly close with him, Mm -hmm. but my stubbornness, stubbornness and my, I know what's right and you don't, um, got in the way. And it took us about six months. It took me about six months to realize what's really important here. And it's not that I, Mm -hmm. I know the way and everybody needs to follow behind me. It's that (laughs) I have a lot of lessons to learn about what's really important. And I learned those lessons and I'll never forget it. That may be one of the biggest um, important lessons that I've ever learned in my life through, through that failure that I almost, I was going to lose him over something that really didn't matter in the world. And um, I am resolved not to, not to ever let that happen again. And thankfully he and I, um, I, I absolutely adore him. He Mm -hmm. and his wife and um, we are extremely close but it was it was hard. Uh, it was hard for a period oh, of time. Yeah. That now I hope everybody was listening to that because the important thing is not well. You know, this is what I believe. I believe, and you're about to lose what was really important. 
And that was the relationship with a loved one. Right. And a lot of us don't get that. We break up. We hear about people ain't talked to folks in 30 years. It's people go to their grave and some folks walk up to it and say, you know what? I ain't spoke to her in 25 years. I mean, can you imagine that? Not speaking to somebody you love in 25 years just because y'all disagree. Right. Man, that's crazy. Yes. <laughs> so- it was, it was, and for a while, I was as stubborn as I'm right here. I know I'm right. You know, that's right. who cares? I mean, I love him. I want to be a part of his life. They're going to have babies soon. I don't want to miss out on all of that. What a big, right. what a void in my life if I let something so stupid get in the way of that. And so, in, in reconciling with him and talking to him about that and us coming to terms with all of that has just, I think it is maybe B is important to him mm-hmm. um, because he also learned through this process of what's, and he did it at an earlier age than I did. Right. <laughs> Understanding that, right. you know what, that's not really that important. And that that's what's right. important is that we love each other and we support each other and Amen. we are on the same side um, no matter what. No matter what. See, that that's the important thing. And a lot of us in life, we just go through life and we the important things we just let slip by. And those superficial things, you know, we hang on to when in fact that we need to be, you know, thanking God for the people we do have in our life, you know. And uh so and you know, so that is great. You know, I really appreciate that for you sharing that. And we are coming up on the clock. Oh my goodness, how come clock go so fast when you're having fun because I'm really having fun finding out a little bit about Mary uh, Daniels as I'm sure a lot of us are and what I want to do and 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 I want to I got a couple more questions but man I don't know if I'm going to get them all in or not because of the clock so I tell you what but I am going to ask another one I am going to ask at least one more but what before I get there you know what we have got to ask you now before this is over would you be willing to come back and be on Extreme Carolina one more time so that I would we can thin this. I mean, this is this is so important and good. I'm having a good time, you know. And so we hope I, I listen. Thank you, thank you. Okay, folks, we got it on record. She said she'd come back. So there we go. So with that said, we're going to finish up. We got uh, another question that we like to ask, and it is so so good. I love this one. Love it, love it, love it. And it is. What's the best advice, Mary, that you've ever received? From my mother, of course. My mother, um, let me say this, and it 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 it, it relates to Mac. This is why we're out of time, because I, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back and give you the backstory. Um, my mother died when I was 29 years old. Um, right. she she retired in December from 30 years of school teaching, was diagnosed oh. with pancreatic cancer in February, and was okay. gone six months later. And it was absolutely devastating for my family. Um, Mm -hmm. My nephew, Mac, was one at the time, her first grandson. And she Mm -hmm. said to me, literally on her deathbed, my only regret is that Mac will not remember me. And one of the reasons that he's so important is I decided that day that I would be where she would have been. So I went to everything for him. I was there for, you know, I mean, everything. I was there and I represented Uh, not only Aunt Mary, but I was there representing her. Uh, And she taught us a long time ago that this too shall pass. mm -hmm. I've heard her say it a hundred times. And I say it about caregiving for all of us that are in the caregiving world. Caregiving is temporary. Now, some, some temporary is longer than other temporary. You know, I mean, some of us are in it for a long time, years. Some of us are in it for months. 
But this too shall pass. And, and this is not the end of the world. You will go on. And so you have to act accordingly. You have to do accordingly so that when it does pass, right. And it's, it's part of my mission with the caregivers for compromise is that we're all, we're all able to look back with no regrets Mm. that we're able to do what we need to do. So when, when this does pass and we Mm -hmm. do move on, that we do it with a clear conscious, knowing that we did our best right. and that we were there when people needed us the most. Right. Um, and so I'll, I'll remember it. For, I mean, I'll, almost on a daily basis, this wow. too shall pass. Awesome. That is so good. And wow. Speaking of pass, I mean, we, we're about to come on past our time. <laughs> I tell you what, what we're going to do though. Thank you. You've already said you're going to come back. So we on the uh, off there, we'll, we'll figure out what date and all that. Do you can come back? But in the okay. meantime, we got to sign off. Oh my goodness. Are we coming up against the clock? Oh, my editor is going to kick me. But anyway, all right. <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to go ahead and say thank you. Thank everybody for listening to the show. We really, really appreciate it. And everything you want to know about Mary Daniels will be in the show notes. How you can contact her and all that stuff. But in the meantime, Extreme Carolina, whew, man, that was a tough story, uh, is committed to you, our listeners, to bring you leaders and newsmakers like Mary here that are passionate and purpose-driven and making a difference by listening to their stories. Extreme Carolina listeners will have an opportunity to refuel, reconnect, and get inspired. By unlocking the power of the people. Well, folks, get ready. Here it is, the quote of the week. But this time, instead of me saying it, we're going to have Mary Daniels say it. Wow, it's it's great. So here it is. Let's give her a drum roll. That was, that was the drum. <laughs> here we go, Mary. Today's quote is from John Quincy Adams. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. Wow. That was so good. <laughs> thank you, Mary. We appreciate it. We're a slap out of time. We got to get out of here. So thank everybody. We appreciate everybody being on the show today. God bless you. Peace. We out. <laughs>